Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. Every time we get to do something good when we're recording, it's never fucking on, so we start opening with a dumbass opening. Like, saying like shit like hey. other stuff wasn't good. It was like, if you'd have been on two minutes ago, there'd have been laughter involved in this. And hilarity. Gappers would have loved this. And dreamily. Shooting the gap. Just want to let y'all know, Mississippi State lost to Alabama today. There will be a shakeup in the rankings of college football for the top four. And we just watched Florida State pull it out of their ass again. It's like Tim Tebow with less talent. Basically pulling out a with more talent is what I meant to say. Oh, God. Pulling, yeah, I, was gonna I meant to say more talent. Like, I know. Because I was going to disagree with Because Ryan's never wrong, unless you heard the show last night. But you didn't. Um, so, um, yeah. Um, no it's like Tim Tebow with more talent just pulling it out of his ass, and they win, and, and fine. Uh, I'm not a Knowles fan. I hate Florida State. I was hoping for him to lose again. It's the sixth time this year I've been let down when they're down by double-digit points in the second half. Um, you and me both. They'll get theirs once it goes to uh, do hate Florida State. playoff time. I don't think they can do that with the best teams, but that's neither here nor there. How are we doing? Good. How's Kobe Bryant doing? Well, you Stop know, Kobe I, if I was Kobe, he is leading the league in scoring right now. But he's also leading the league in shots. And he's not leading and the league rapes. in field. No, not even not, close. Not this year. And no. Not even close. He's like way behind. And he's not He's not even like top 30 in field goals. Step it up, Kobe. So he's, he's, not, he's not doing well, but he called out. The whole, I'd like another shot at Tim Duncan. He got it last night, and he shot one for 15. It was kind of bad. So, eh, Kobe's uh, he's either going to go somewhere else, or he's going to do this, I'm going to stay a Laker, and it's going to be a really bad season for him, and he retires next year. So what you're saying is, is he's either going to stay or go somewhere else. Exactly what I said, actually. That's the in-depth. He's paying attention. That's the in-depth thinking you're going to get on this show. Well, I gave statistics. Him only shooting 38% of the field goal percentage is the lowest of his career. Shooting 1 for 15 in a game against the San Antonio Spurs after he called him out is what the percentage of that shooting? Okay, shut the fuck up. So here we are. He's either going to go get traded, go play for a real team that can win games, or he'll stay in L.A. and Will he? And piss. Will he get traded to a team that'll win games? Either or. Or do you think? It's or will he him. piss? Or do you think he'll get traded? Does I have, have no, no idea what Kobe's gonna do. What's that? Does he have a no trade clause? If he did, I don't know why he'd invoke it. But I don't see why they're trading him on purpose because to fill the seats you in kind of LA, need you need Kobe. You just lost your first round pick. Game Maybe. one, he's out for the season. Jeremy Lin sucks. Steve Nash ain't on the floor. He's out. You, I know. So you have nothing. So why would why would they want to trade him? I mean, unless he comes and says, "Get rid of me." That's when the trade happens. In That's which it. case, in which case, I mean, trade clause doesn't matter. I, I don't know that they would necessarily get rid of him. I think they'll go. Well, we still need somebody to. People in L.A. will just show up and complain that you're not in the game, and you'll look like an asshole. Well, the best part about that is that L.A. fans show up the second half, especially the basketball fans. So it doesn't really matter if they. I mean, they don't really give a shit. So I mean, if. if Kobe goes and they win 10 games and they get a high pick in the lottery. If, what if they get Okafor or that kid out of Duke? You know, they're going to be right back in it. Because um, that kid's a stud. Well, we'll talk about Duke later. That kid's a stud. So what they might be thinking is future. Because Kobe's not part of their future. Hang on all you want to. This is his 19th season. He is not part of your future. No. He is part of your past. So they need, they need to figure he's out there. a way. He's there for They need PR to figure out a way to go about value. it. They need to figure out a way to go about it with class and dignity. 
basically. For their organization the and Kobe. for this guy who has done so much. Kobe gets, you don't know anything about Kobe except a rape charge that he didn't even get. Like, the bitch showed up with like three different. She showed up with four Siemens on her, dude. She had four Siemens inside of her. Four different kinds. In her rape kit, Doug. She four didn't go to court. Different with. kinds. No, she of may have rape. gone to court with four Siemens inside Possibly, of her but her rape kit had four different <laughs> types I of Siemens. Called sailors. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, everyone goes back to this rape thing and Kobe. I'm like, this girl was a hoe. Like, she was. She was a hoe. Doesn't mean he didn't money, rape her. Money grubbing hoe. That's true too. It doesn't but mean But it puts that. her in a very bad. But list. having four different sets of semen. Thank you for not saying position. That doesn't even like. Come, that does no joke for that. Four semen's in her. She's trying to like create Noah's Ark and said- and you don't give a fuck. You got no joke for four semen's on her. Okay. And God on. said, take 10 million of every sperm. <laughs> We're moving on. We're moving on. I just, I just lobbed this dude softballs, and he can't hit one out of the park. She had a... And he's like, you need to ask me sports questions on the dugout. And he can't fucking hit a fucking slow pitch fastball. And I'm like, here. All we're asking you to do is round out. Jeez. More scenes. Make a joke. Okay. I did. <laughs> no, you didn't. Took you to like... She had a snail, a koala, and two kangaroos inside of her. Not my problem. That's the... Finally, the joke comes. Finally. But with a defensive attitude from our short little man. Well, if you would have let me get to it, as opposed to shitting on me until I get to it. How long do I have to wait? It's like that passenger, that, that fucking you intentional have to wait grounding. As long. How big is the vicinity? How big is it supposed to be? Oh, are we moving how to long the am I supposed dolphins? to wait? It was a good segue. Did you like that? I like it. How, am I supposed to, how long <laughs> am I supposed to wait for you to make your joke with your comedic timing? How long? I don't know, Richard Dreyfus. How long? Terrible. See, I waited a second for that, and nothing happened. So I can wait a little bit longer. I think we should give him like the four fingers, and we'll count him down to his joke. Four, three, two, one. Joke. <sighs> Suck. Uh, Silva picked the Dolphins. I picked the Bills. It was a really boring game. There was some controversy. How boring it. was it? The most boring oh. part about it was Kyle Orton. Obviously, that's how bad it was. The uh, was the Bills' horrible. offense, and I, I this is way. not a dig at the Bills um, and their organization. This is a dig at Kyle Orton and just what he does. They called plays specifically for his skill set, which is about throwing the ball eleven yards and in, not going deep, outs, slants, hitches, screen passes, swing passes. That's what you do with Kyle Orton. That's what they did, and they got their ass beat. You think they were trying? That the game plan was not just to lean on Kyle Orton's only strength, which is inside 11 yards, but also to take away Miami's strength, which is that front four, and try and keep the plays short? Or was it just Kyle Orton sucks? It was just Kyle Orton sucks. Okay. It's been like that all year. (laughs) Ever since he got in the game, Sammy Watkins made a good play last week, but it wasn't the best throw, and it was the catch and run that made the play for him. He is good for a deep ball every now and then, but you saw it. We were like, God, throw the ball deep, throw the ball deep, and he gets the dude open and overthrows him. I'm like, how the fuck does Kyle Wharton overthrow anybody? And it happens. Um, The dude is just inconsistent, and he has no... Uh, what's the word? He does not believe in right. himself as a quarterback. Does not believe it. Bills will I don't extend. They're not going to the playoff streak. Unfortunately, it's... I will call it now. It's been called. That was really going out of them there, Ryan. And the Raiders, done. They are done. You heard it here first, folks. Ryan has officially eliminated the Raiders and the Bills from the playoffs. 
I use numbers. You heard it here first, folks. Like, not winning. Go to Vegas right now. And no wins. Um, There was another game last Sunday, wasn't there? What, the Broncos play? There was a Bronco game. Oh, um, are we going to talk about the Raiders again? Well, we are. We are. We're going to talk we, about... We could call this our raider sode. We definitely could. Where we talk about how much of a shitty team they are. Well, we like to do it twice, so who knows? Um, we'll be doing it again at uh, end of the season special, folks. When the Raiders get their ass kicked again, we will be uh, doing a Raider sode where we talk about how much they suck. I liked the fact that Denver opened up slow, adjusted, and won the game big. I like CJ Anderson. I think everybody does now. He's a swell fella, isn't he? We see CJ. We see you, CJ. Um, that was a that's going into a division foe on the road and winning by you know twenty four points. That's a pretty good victory. Couple bad plays in the first half, but we pretty much stuck it out. Our defense looked stout. Running game looked fair enough. Passing game got wide open. Uh, once the end of the second quarter was was picking up. It was just the kind of win you have. It was the kind of win you should have when you're this kind of team. You should win that big. And they did, so I was happy with it. I wasn't worried about it like some folks were. I don't remember uh, everyone who panicked. I remember my brother panicked. To the point where he turned off the TV. He's been a guest on this show, and he turned off the television. He turned off the Before the end of the first half. Before the end of the first quarter. I believe the sixth pass was knocked down at the end of the first quarter. There was a lot of knocked down passes, but the uh, line adjusted, as you do when you see that shit. Do it differently, and they didn't. There weren't as many going forward, and Peyton got comfortable. It's a weird game, but we still ended up dominating the game. I mean, we took sixteen minutes of it and turned it into a blowout. We were like, "Here, uh, there's there's like six minutes left in this half. Um, Let's just throw fourteen on the board, and when the next half starts, we'll throw another fourteen. It was it was almost like the the touchdown happens to CJ. Sanders gets the touchdown at the end of the half, and then we're talking. I said, dude, this is, we're going to, we both agreed. We both, like, knew what was going to happen third quarter. It's the beginning of the blowout. We're going to score three touchdowns and end this game. And I think it was 230 yards and five touchdown passes for Peyton in the span of 16 minutes of game time. Just came out and and worked them. DT had a good game, didn't get a touchdown, but another 100 yards. Sanders had two, was it? Two Julius had two. And then CJ, of course, with the big play in the first half. Huge play to Fire up the offense. It's got it going. Um, that's what you like to see. That should pump up the rest of the backfield, too, because that kid wants to play. That kid can get on the field, so y'all better start acting the same way to get your asses out on the field. I start like playing. motivation, and I like competition between... I like that there's competition between the parts of the team that need depth, that need to be filled. They don't have stars in them. We don't have mm-hmm. stars. We have a star in the linebacking core. We don't have people behind him to back him up from there. It's just Von Miller. As far as linebackers. As far as linebackers. It's Von Miller and then a whole bunch of other dudes who, you know, Danny Trevathan is pretty good, but not He's man. out. So from there, it's just a whole bunch of guys. So That are doing their job. And they should come in and try and act like they want to take Danny Trevathan's job. And you know what? I want them to play. Like they want it, and I want them to play better than him. And they have. Brandon Marshall leads the team in tackles. I'm pretty stoked with how that guy's played. You can be a good linebacker. You get to the NFL playing linebacker, even if you're a second, third string, whatever it is, you know how to track, you know how to flow, to flow towards the ball, you know how to do that. And when you have a great defensive line like the Denver Broncos have who occupy your blockers, 
we should be number one in the run game or a defense against the run game like we are. I think we've we've stepped up in those positions, especially no standout middle linebacker, our best uh, outside linebacker. That's Von Miller is an outside linebacker, but his his real you know push to the game comes from the pass rush and pass rush, all that stuff. But he course. he maintains it just fine playing pass coverage and whatnot. He's doing a lot better than he did last year. But Danny Trevathan is our best tackling linebacker that flows around and he has and our best there. covering linebacker probably can, I, I mean he can cover he didn't guys. do a very good job last year covered shit but i mean I, towards we, the end of the year have, i thought he got better he didn't do anything in this <laughs> i we we lacked a lot of that that was our problem was our linebackers not covering last year but that was one of our problems well i thought the lack of depth at our defensive line was one of our problems because we got a lot of injuries there but well then nonetheless inju- it would be injuries not lack of depth then well, yes, there'd be injuries, <laughs> but if you don't have depth, then your team just sucks. If you can't even, if you can't put a, a linebacker to cover any tight end, or even stop or slow down somebody, which we couldn't do last year, once it got going, it we couldn't. Cover you know, anybody. I've just accepted that that's called Denver Bronco football. They've been the team to really, I don't know, for the past. It seems like the past two year, te- two decades, it's been just they can't cover tight ends, and that's just how they are. And maybe it's just how they like their defensive scheme, or. That just conveniently happens to be the way the defensive coordinators play, or maybe the, our linebackers are just never that great. I don't know what it is, but or maybe the game of the t- or season maybe out, the game of the tight end has stepped up. Maybe it has. Maybe that's what it is. Also that, but I mean, our team. I, I feel like the Denver Broncos traditionally struggle with the tight ends anyway. So I'm, I'm not really too concerned I, about tight ends going off. I feel like you can still isolate tight ends. I feel like pressure up the middle. Well, we didn't isolate Gronk. We did not, because we, we also didn't get pressure thing. up the middle. Against so. We didn't get pressure on the middle, didn't get pressure on the outside, and we couldn't cover a fucking tight end with a fucking cornerback on that shit. It was annoying. I don't know if it's traditional. It's definitely lately. Um, <laughs> it's, definitely. it's definitely lately. And it's it's just stepped up. Tight ends are better. Speed is a different game. And these, these are hybrid fucking... Everyone's doing the... The basketball player. Everybody's got guy. the hybrid running catching guy and if they don't everybody they have one has, on their roster and they're waiting to put him in. Everybody has the traditional tight end. Like waiting in the wing behind him. That's what they got. Everybody's Pretty got tight much. ends in sports, Doug. We'll talk about I like the, tight ends. We'll talk about the Broncos a little bit later. I was stoked about Roby. Got another pick. I like that guy's better every week. We got a good corner there. We'll talk a little bit later about offseason and what we're going to do. That guy's good, dude. Stole him in the second round. No one picked him. When we were able to do it, I don't know how. No, he was our first round pick, wasn't he? Um, no, I think he dropped into the second round. Who was our was... first round pick? No, he was our first Thank pick, you. but I don't think we picked him in the first, did we? At the very end of the first? Well, yeah, because we went to the Super Bowl, but it was a first round pick. Because we didn't trade our first But everybody round pick. had him as a second round pick, yes. Uh, I don't know what everybody had him as. No. No. He says no. <clears throat> He'd rather high five. High fives. High five. Sorry, I don't remember what everybody had him at. We <laughs> him in the first round. That's all I know. That's right. We blow our noses. <clears throat> uh, we want to extend some some local gratitude, happiness. Way to go to our man Champ Bailey. We're going to sign him on and next week on the Tuesday, the 18th, I believe it is. To our show? He's going to yeah, not be on our show. We get he's, a lot of listeners. He's going, to ho- he's going to do the press conference and retire officially as a Bronco. Um, stoked for that. That'll be our next Hall of Fame inductee 
supposing that in the five years. Supposing that the the next five years they don't get their shit together and start acting right uh, about shit like that. Acting um, accordingly, one might say. Accordingly, very much so. Uh, Chan Bailey, thank you so much for coming to Denver, for being part of that trade. We all like for not wanting to leave. We all liked Clinton Portis. He could have easily left for a monster contract. We gave him a pretty good contract for sure, but he could have left and gone, gotten overpaid by Jerry Jones easily if he wanted to. We we all liked Clinton Portis, but bringing getting a guy like Champ over here was he's never had a defensive player like that before ever on this organization, and he was like the beginning of maybe focusing on that and drafting that way. Maybe maybe he bringing him over is why we draft a guy like Von Miller second overall when we get that chance to do so. Stepping up, drafting a guy like Wolf, and, and changing the exact attitude of what the, the club is. And honestly, when you got a guy like Peyton Manning at quarterback, you can do that a little bit more. So we, we're building our defense now and hoping to move on from there. But Hoping that Brock doesn't suck. Thank you, champ. So many people think he will. So many people just think he does without any evidence of any kind. So Not yet. Good for them. Not I'm yet. glad that they see into the future. But you got to at least see him play before you talk shit. I'd say that that's pretty normal for anybody. But in honor of Champ, graduate of the University of Georgia, we're going to do the top five Georgia Bulldogs of all time. We'll start it off with uh, Mr. Silva over here. We're going to start with me this time? Yay, I like to be started on... Whoa. Dirty? Hashtag dick, dick butt. Yeah. Dick butt. Hashtag phrasing. Hashtag uh, so I, I just, you know, not a close follower of Georgia football. I know of Georgia football players. You're aware of it. I'm, I, I know of their existence. I'm aware of them. So I went with ones that um, have an effect in the league. And uh, National Football League is so number five. Richard Seymour, of course, had a pretty good career with the Patriots. Um, number four, Matt Stafford, who's not having the best of but. careers. However, he is throwing for a ton of yards, but just throwing very inopportune picks. But I like him as a quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Um, then I move in and just move guys up into my favorites. They're interchangeable kind of at this point. But uh, Champ Bailey, not really number three, just sort of really number one in my heart. But I know who the number one guy is, and that's... Uh, Gonna be Herschel Walker, number number one in my heart and my soul is Terrell Davis. <laughs> I just thought he's my bra, you know, right. my bra. He's your, you bra. know what I mean? Terrell Davis is my bra. You feel me, Doug? TD, TD, my bra. He wasn't the greatest Georgia Bulldog. Herschel Walker was the greatest Georgia Bulldog, but well, that, that's why Davis is close to this brother. That's why I didn't throw TD on there because it's uh, a true champ on, and he was. I mean, he spent a year and a half at Georgia, but. Got him enough to get drafted over here, so thank you for that. Number five, uh, actually no per, you know, exact order on these because I'm an SEC follower of college football, but Georgia's You're a not, lover of Georgia's SEC not, football, but not. But a I don't Georgia. like Georgia very right, much. Um, so, but here we go. Number number five, I guess. Lover of college guys. That's what Doug is. In a way, not in a bad way. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Lover of cartoon guys, dick butts. Huh? Okay, yeah. number five, David Pollock. You might know this guy. You'll see him oh, on cartoon. ESPN. He's an analyst for the college game day and all the college football. He was a hell of a linebacker at uh, the University of Georgia. Would have been, he wore number 47, would have been a, a 
first round pick, would have been in the league for a long time. Terrible injury, decided to take the the health, not play ball anymore. Smart move. Doing very well. That's uh, something. And he did it out of, out of college. He's like, no, I have a lot more to live for, and I thought that was that's pretty cool. It's kind of like the far sighted thinking you don't get from college kids. Absolutely, absolutely. Number four, Eric Zier. He was the quarterback back in the mid '90s. Played with Garrison Hurst. I just remember him being a, a pretty good college quarterback, and I don't like Matt Stafford. Fuck him right in his <laughs> fucking ass. So, fuck him right in the hashtag dick butt. Eric Zier gets my list. He, he wore number 10. He was on some good Georgia teams back in the mid-90s. Playing alongside this man, Garrison Hurst, who actually turned out to be a pretty damn good running back in the NFL. Why must, when did he play here? Garrison? Yeah. Like, after his stint in the 49ers for like a season, right? He did okay here. He was like here for like a year. Something like that. It's, it's, it's back in the time. Don't say that we're not Bronco fans, but during that time we were rotating the door on running backs so on, much. On running backs who were at the, at the twilight of their career. In, in, the in Travis our, Henrys, the... Uh, next to the Selden Youngs and the other ones that just came <laughs> in. You're like, yeah, so many fucking running backs. It was enough where Josh McDaniel shows up and cuts all the running backs and brings in his own guys. <laughs> He's like, Fucking you guys, no, no, all of you are gone. Yeah, we, yeah. Jay was, Cutler, you're gone. Everyone's gone. Brandon Marshall, you're gone. Number two. I want any talent on this team, goddammit. He's got to be number two because the number one's just too obvious. But Champ Bailey, he was a two-way player in Georgia. And he, Georgia. you know, two-way player. Georgia. Okay. He didn't like it. Two-way player. Yeah, gave him it to him again. I'm lobbying. Just softies. Okay. And but he was a, he played offense, played defense, returned kicks, returned punts, was all everything. I think he played quarterback a little bit there too. I'm almost positive he played quarterback. That guy, hell of an athlete. We he could do anything. The only time he ever touched the ball offensively for the Denver Broncos was the first game he ever played with us. We ran a reverse, he got like 12 yards. And I think it scared Mike Shanahan to the point where I'm not ever doing it. He got hit pretty good. <laughs> he, he got hit out of bounds, and it was like traffic around him. There was like a bunch of people, and it was like, you know, he's got those little legs. You don't want anything to snap in half or anything. So it was like, that's the last time we, we throw him on offense okay. for anything. We were just kidding. We were going to do that. And it, and it was. He never appeared well, he came again on, offensively. I, I believe that game he came on on a, like two more offensive plays, but he kind of like didn't do anything. He was just sort of. I just watched it. He only came out on one. Just watched it. <laughs> yeah, and replayed it. It's on. Check it out. Look it up. Google. Google. And number one's Herschel Walker. He can still beat because me. Because if, if you're number one best. If I said he was number Walker one, he would hear me. And he would get here. We're, it's, it's like 12 degrees outside. There's probably about eight inches of snow out there. And he'd still get here to kill me. If he wanted to. He'd run every Without, He doesn't even lift weights. Never did. Run and he'd it. destroy me. He's in better shape now than he's ever been. Have you seen him do the MMA? Yeah. yeah. Whoa. He's, he looks Whoa. more ripped now than he did how when he was playing in 50? the NFL. Yeah, how the fuck are you 50, dude, with like a 12-pack on your stomach? The dude is a beast. A beast amongst men, Doug. Against men, Dougs. Go. Pop culture, top five. I totally missed your opportunity. We're shooting this one out. This is, uh, this is one we're doing. One we're uh, Recommended by our fearless leader over here. How did you say it? Top five Disney movies, subjective. Comic book movies are okay after purchase. Okay. After acquisition. After acquisition is exactly what he said. Exactly. He's really smart. Okay. So I'll go first. 
Um, Gonzo dug deep. We know he does. I do. This is his thing. You should see me when I wipe my ass. Number five. White paper all the way through. He fingers his throat. <laughs> no, I push my boogers out my nose. Gross. <laughs> through your ass? Yeah. That's wow. like, get up in there. Number five. Uh, these are also not really in order. I just It's just number five. Uh, Popeye. The one with Robin Williams and that ugly chick from The Shining. And the... Big guy Bluto, and they like break out into a fucking song every ten minutes, and cheeseburgers, and he's large, and all this other shit. But it's a funny movie. It's got like a kind of a neon's getting larger. (laughs) It's got like a depth to it that is really not very deep. (laughs) But it's about you know liking yourself and being nice to other people. Uh, Number four, personal favorite of mine, The Journey of Natty Gan. No, I ain't gonna love on that, but that's a good fucking movie. John Cusack's in it. Young John Cusack. It's about the chick. She's on a train with the dog, trying to go find her dad. And it's a really long journey. Her dad's like a lumberjack or some shit. So she's like going through this thing, and she ends up with this bad guy who might rape her, but you don't know because it's Disney, and they don't want to get all deep about it. And then she gets there, and this girl's really pretty, and you've seen her in other things, and I can't remember her name. And bow. Journey Natty of Gan. Journey Natty of Gan. Did you like that? That was my dyslexia. The Journey Natty of Gan. Journey Natty again. Natty again. That's that meant right? Number three. I can say things backwards. The Three Musketeers, Charlie Sheen version. I like this because Kiefer's in it and he's real serious. Charlie's in it and he's like a ladies' man, but he's also religious, which is so hilarious. And then Oliver Platt's like the big drunk dude. And then Chris O'Donnell plays what, Robin, basically, what you were saying? But there's a really cool soundtrack and nice Rebecca De Mornay cleavage. Like several times Rebecca De Hornay cleavage and she's always been one of my favorites. I like that lady. So I really like that movie. For Natty's dad? No, for Three Musketeers. Okay, moving on. So you're going to have to speak up. I, I don't know what you're saying over there. You asked a question, I was willing to answer it. What was the question? You tell me you asked it! I don't know what I asked! What did I ask? And that's why I said moving on! I can scream louder! Because I was talking about cleavage, whatever. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, which is just a great movie. Uh, it's funny, enjoyable. The neighbors are funny. The kids are, eh, they're alright, whatever. Giant ants. There, there's auntie. Or regular ants. Aunties in it. It's a sad thing when Auntie dies defending them from the scorpion, where these people live that they have scorpions, scorpions around in their backyard. In their lawn. In their lawn. It's like, not even like Arizona where you're like, oh, oh, yeah, that can it's, happen. It's in grass. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a big ass scorpion. Where do you live? I think it's like a tiny ass scorpion because I'm like looking at the ant, I'm like, that's like a regular black ant. So it's like, big because be they're a... shrunk, Ryan. But how come the... It's big because they're shrunk. The little shrunk. They're the shrunk, kids, Ryan, Ryan, so it's huge. But the ant, right? The ant, the is, ant is huge. But the ant is huge, but the scorpion is what I'm talking about. He's bigger about. than the ant. But he's like, he should have been like way bigger. But they sh- he is way bigger. Way, way bigger. He's way, way bigger. Like no it's way the fearless, ant could win. It's a fearless and, and like, no way nothingness about himself that Auntie did. Yes. <laughs> Because it was the fight that you can't he win. Was selfless, the ant. Yes, he was. Because he went up against a scorpion like ten times his size. We're talking about the live action Bugs Life, right? No. Oh. Is there a live action Bugs Life? I thought that's what we were talking about. I check it out. Number one, the Mighty Ducks. Just because it's there. There's a lot of good lines in that one. Quack. 
quack, 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 quack. That's the live action of the cartoon, right? Totally. So when when the cop comes up to Gordon Bombay's door and he's drunk and he's driving off fast and he's like, would you mind turning the music down? And he goes, I guess it is a whittle loud. And he goes, a whittle loud? That's how he gets popped for being drunk. Because it's just something stupid like that. Plus he's a lawyer. He's got booze in his car. Driving around. Mighty Ducks is my Plus, those movie ducks like are aliens. Totally alien ducks. What you the got, ducks right? are aliens. Mind blown. My favorite movie oh. for Disney. I did them subjectively as well. So I included the animes and the CGI yeah, I did. No, I did. No, 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 really. This list actually has animation and CGI movies yeah, in it. But not so anime. Not anime. No. Animation. CGI. Mm-hmm. Animated. Dumb. Mm-hmm. Not anime. Okay. <laughs> you said Honorable anime. mention Lilo and Stitch. Number five. Oh. Nice city. <laughs> Whack it. Wow. That's nice. how the youngest pronounces it. So, But... Great movie. Lots of uh, references to a lot of old video games that we all play. Earth lives. The King Candy, his code to the vault is the code to all the codes. It is the code to Contra, if you've ever up, played up, Contra. Down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B, A. Start. Yes. It is the code to Contra, which is only known to all of us older generation folk. It's one of those that has like old video game stuff references for guys like our age. Well, and then funny shit for the kids. And then like Hubert, like poor, Q-Bert, right? Like Q-Bert. nobody knows, nobody knows. Like kids of the, today, they don't know about Hubert. I don't know what the fuck. Have you ever played a more boring video game than Hubert? I used to love Hubert oh. when I was a kid. Dude, I oh killed, man, I, I killed, killed I killed Q-Bert. that. I killed. Uh, you guys These were really boring. It's not like I had a lot of choice. They didn't come out with Call of Duty yet. No, I just played this Mario. Pre Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Cubert or Mario? Cubert Come on, it's way so much before easier. Mario Brothers. And it wasn't way Mario, it was Mario Donkey Brothers. Kong. You just said that Cubert was way before Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers, absolutely. On Nintendo. So when you bought your Nintendo, you had Cubert first. No. Cubert was on Atari. I yeah. know, I'm talking about Nintendo, Super Mario Brothers. I had an Atari. So you're playing your Atari time. when you're fucking 12? No, I was playing my Nintendo when I was fucking Okay. okay. I didn't say it was a better okay. game. I'm just saying. There was no choice. No, I said it was a worse game. I said it was a worse game. That's what I'm saying. I didn't Mm -hmm. have a choice. It's not like I I had Q-Bird and was like, oh man, I wish I had Super Mario Brothers right now. All I had was Q-Bird. Moving on. I did (laughs) fall on the 2600. Number four. Wally. Doug hates Wally. I hate that. Because it's Johnny Five. And what, Doug? (laughs) What did I say? A butt plug meets Johnny Five. And saves the earth from Jeff Garland. Was that about what I said last night? I think that's about the gist of the story for Wally. I think you summed Wally up in one short sentence. And no one talks for half an hour. Good job, Duck. Butt plug. If only butt plug. Butt plug. If only that could have been the recipe for death proof. No one talks for half an hour. It would have been a better fucking movie. Could have been. Just he just would lick her feet for half an hour while she bought Red Bull. Or that. Totally. Number three, Fantasia. <laughs> Still, conversation goes weird, okay? I didn't do it. He did. <laughs> he started it. <laughs> Doug hates Fantasia because I think he had a bad acid trip or something about pink flamingos and diarrhea or something. 
It was hippos in tutus. Where'd the diarrhea come in? <laughs> Later on that I night. Just, <laughs> I, Am I adding to your story? I may have eaten acid and Indian food. Oh, Jesus. And had God. Oh, God. <laughs> the colors. <laughs> That's not one of those moments you're going to be, oh, colors, man, and like go to touch it. It's like if you're tripping on acid and just ate Indian food, you just like smell curry the whole time. It's just all at least. No, it's you like, literally, you shit. You see curry. You shit colors. I see curry. I see the smell of curry. You shit colors. Well, I think that's regardless of it, right? You're like, oh, look at this. Whether you're on rainbow. acid or not, I'm pretty sure you should. Painful shit rainbow. Eat. I called that. Number two, Aladdin. For sentimental reasons, close to a well, breast. I'll save the world. And then number one, a story outside of a typical Disney movie, um, both based on the characters and the storyline and everything else. It, it it's more of like a. Uh, Reads more of like a fun, short kids novel than, uh, you know, typical Disney flick. And that's Up. Great animation, great character, great storyline. I like to get all my crying 20 minutes out into the movie and then just write it out for the rest of the movie. Like his sex. Get my crying out. Done. First 20 minutes. And then enjoy the rest of the movie. He says squirrel. Like his sex. Yeah. Doug? I said number five, the first price of the Caribbean. Uh, number two, Captain America Winter Soldier. I thought it was a good movie. <laughs> number three. Number three, Disney's Atlantis. Oh man, just way thumbs down on that one. I just hate that movie. So I didn't think Atlantis was very good at so all. Bad. As far as Disney movies. Number two. Is that the defendant? Come on. Number two. No, he's not. <laughs> it's hard to see. I knows. loved it. It's Jeff Darrow and... Okay, anyway. He likes the actors that are in it. That was an actor in it. That was one of the design guys. Um, She's Ryan. Fucking, I'm an idiot. Right. Him and Mike Bignola actually did a lot of production. Mike Bignola, just like you said. Mike Granola make big things. <laughs> No, right. Man. Jeff Darrow and Granola Bar made that movie. <laughs> totally. It, it looked like a Granola Bar made that movie. That's how shitty it was. Jeff Barrow That's and That's how hippie it was. <laughs> it was all like, dude, you gotta save like the water, man. I was watching it and I started to smell patchouli. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Screw these dirty hippies. I was like, dude... Michael J. Fox's character would smoke pot if he could hold the lighter to the bowl, but he can't because of Parkinson's. Uh, number two. See, he just. Went I'm glad we went right to number two. On yeah, he just went there. Toy Story three, Schindler's toy box. Um, Schindler's toy box. Yeah. I don't remember that being the title. That's because it's just as sad as Schindler's list. Toy Story three. Yeah, they're all aimed towards the furnace. Come on. The toys are Jews. Come on, man. The toys are Jews. <laughs> Who's the Nazis? Obviously, it's Timmy. The fucking... The young kid who's just growing no, up. No, 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 no. <laughs> the bear with the staff is Hitler. Come on, man. Open your eyes. It's right there. The other toy? Yeah. Really. You just said the toys are Jews. This went really deep in it. But this, well, like, this toy is the Jew that sold out his people. So we're having a Judas... 
Judas Boy. Jew. Jesus. A Judas. <laughs> <laughs> and number one. The Jew Credibles. I'm sorry, the uh, Incredibles. The Jew. Now, if Gonzo says that, you're just horribly offended. No, Gonzo says that. you say stuff he's... like, why Jew Credibles? So go on, why Jew Credibles? Well, sometimes it's touchy. Well, because they've all understand. been circumcised. Also known as what? The Watchmen, right, Doug? The Watchmen was way cooler than that. But it's bullshit. Doug's Same a, story. a moron. I don't know what to tell him. <clears throat> what? Doug is a moron. I don't know what to tell him. Doug is a moron. You're defending what the Incredibles over... I'm sorry, watching over the Incredibles? Hands the same movie. fucking down. Not even close to the same movie. I, I mean, like, there's there's the premise it's the same movie. Like, Indiana Jones 2 is the same movie as Indiana Jones 1. Uh, I mean, yeah. They're superheroes and they're retired, so it's the same fucking movie. Okay. But it's way different. Watchmen is so much better than Incredibles. I've seen them both many times. Watchmen's way Yeah, but one of which is a Disney movie, which is what we were talking about. Well, you just said I'm going to defend Watchmen over Credibles, and I told you why. So, bam. Well, I think you're wrong. Fuck you. I know. You've already made that clear. Vikings, Bears. Are you sure? Maybe. This time my phone's charged, so even if it's like, you know, I'm wrong, I'm not just going to continue to stare at you blank. How's that sound? Bears. So I was right? You're, you're going out on a limb. You're right that that game's there. Okay. Cool. Going out on a limb. Yes. Yes. I'm going also out on the limb with you. Okay. Because I feel like at this point we're limbing. Oh, right? it's limbed. We, we've done limbed. Texans, Browns. Well, this was kind of tough, but I went Browns. <clears throat> I. Uh, they're the watchmen of football uh, teams. They're the watchmen of the Browns. I can. I, can I take hear the, the butt hurt coming out of this little pussy over here. Seahawks, Chefs. I'm taking the Chiefs at home. You know what's funny? I also am taking the Chiefs at home. Do you know why that's funny? Well, I don't either. I got I got this idea, I'll make it quick, that, that Seattle gets to hear another loud crowd. And see where the loudest team really is. Oh, and you and know they're going to bring it. It is KC. It is KC. That's the loudest team. they're going to bring it. Yeah. That's and Sunday's supposed to have pretty decent weather. This cold air is going to be kind of pushing out of there. It's, Those fans are going to be excited <clears throat> to be in the seats. They're going to be excited to show the San, the Seattle team how loud, they loud can be. stadium can be like. And you Absolutely. know they're going to push it. Absolutely. And you know they're going to push it. It's going to be chilly enough that them standing up and jumping around and screaming is going to be all the heat they need. They're not going to want to sit down. Yep. So I agree with you on that. I'm totally with you on that. I got the Chiefs as well. 49ers, Giants. Stupid fucking game. I picked the Niners. Felt like this one was really a coin flip because you just... It was tough. Like like Eli Manning, you don't know which color Colin Kaepernick is going to show up mm-hmm. anymore. So that's fantastic. I also took the Niners on that one. Bucks, Redskins. It's another stupid game. Redskins at home. I ex- but I do expect RG3 to break out in this game, to have his best game. Not a breakout. He's already he broke out his rookie year, but that was his best, best game, game so far. Since, since he's he gotten back. hurt. Since his second start, yes. He'll be, okay. he'll be I'm back. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. He looked pretty he's looking pretty good. I'm not th- gonna say great. I'm not going out on any limbs on RG three in particular, but I'm also taking the Redskins. Bengals at the Saints. Taking the Saints at home after the last time I saw the Bengals play, I I can't imagine picking them. 
not after the last time I saw him play. I can't imagine me picking for the Bengals against any playoff team the rest of the season after what I saw last. Even if New Orleans isn't a playoff team, they're they're still they're in playoff the caliber. They're at still least. in the hunt. I I think I think the way they've been playing this season, they're definitely not a Super Bowl team. But I they're think they're, they're in definitely the hunt. a playoff caliber team. Totally. So I will definitely take the Saints at home. Um, Raiders, Chargers, Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, don't even need to talk about that shit. Lions cards, interesting game. Want to talk about this game? I do want to talk about this game a little bit. Um, both defenses are pretty good. Um, or not pretty good. Both defenses are really good. Both defenses are really um, good. They're, the Cardinals are in a precarious position right now because they're starting a quarterback that completes just under 50% of his passes. I don't care what anybody says. That's a big deal. You need to get that up 10 to 12% right away. You have to run the ball. You have to establish that, which is going to be difficult against that front seven of the fucking Detroit Lions. If you don't run the ball, you have no play action to get deep on those on those corners with those wide receivers, which they do have talented wide receivers. Obviously, Fitzgerald. Very fast. Uh, speed out of there. Uh, Sanu. No, not Sanu. The number 12 for the Cardinals. I can't Brown. remember his name. Brown. And then 15. Uh, was leading the league in receptions a couple weeks ago until he played the Broncos. Not receptions, uh, yards per reception. Um, that's what they're going to count on, and they are at home. I see the Lions misstepping all the time on the road. I see Stafford making bad plays on the road. The weather's going to be good. I'm still going to take the Cardinals at home. I really, I still to this moment am not trusting this pick. It's the Lions, and the reason I don't trust it is because of like pretty much about four or five games that the Lions have won, where they were down, like mm-hmm. they were Denver Broncos, Tim Tebow era down, and like you're like these guys are done. It's mm-hmm. the fourth quarter; they're down by three touchdowns. They haven't done shit the whole game. They should be out. This this should be it. They're out for the count. They hang three touchdowns on the fucking board and pull a fucking win out of their ass with a two-point conversion or some shit like that. So, I'm going to take the Lions on this one. Take the cards down a peg or two. I think that defense is too much for Drew Stanton. I'm also counting on Stafford to have a bad game. Counting on him to make his... uh Everyone bags on color, but Stafford makes the same kind of shit throws. So he does have the same we'll, bad games we'll where he's like he'll up. make all the throws in the world, and then he'll have games where he throws all the picks in mm. the world. Bad picks, bad, bad picks. picks, bad timing picks. There's never good picks, but just awful ones. Like God, why did you? There's even bad throw timings. That? There's bad timing picks too. He's but really yeah, good at just, those. It's the timing. It's the the coverage. It's the lack there of being open, all that, those throws they make. Lack of pressure in his face where you're just like, you weren't even being pressured, right? It's annoying. It's annoying. I think this is going to be one of the best games of the week. Welcome to talk about this one all day. Eagles-Packers. I think even though normally I would say playing in Lambeau and it's really cold, but it gets cold in Philly too. Yeah, that's... that's, uh, that's doesn't matter because Philly gets the same kind of humidity type cold as well. It gets fucking freezing in both those places, so that should be fine. To me, the cold weather doesn't affect them. I I know it doesn't affect Aaron Rodgers. Totally I doesn't. Know affect. that. You know what? He's <laughs> totally proven to me that he can absolutely play in Green Bay. There's a lot of people that thought him going to Green Bay was going to be kind of a problem. Apparently, apparently sitting uh, apparently sitting behind Brett Favre just freezing your balls on a bench. Makes you kind of used to it. And he's totally all about living up there and everything. He doesn't give a shit. But who you got them? I got the Packers at home, man. They're playing so good right now, and I can't take Sanchez 
over Rodgers. I can't do that. I can't take Sanchez over Rodgers on the road with this thing. No way. Um, the pass rush from the Green Bay Packers is going to be big. They're going to be salivating to go get him. Um, Clay Matthews and Mr. Peppers on the outside. Um, I think that's going to be the actual um, the game breaker. The reason they win is the pass rush coming from Green Bay. Obviously, I still think Rodgers puts up stats, puts up yards, gets some touchdowns. But I think that pass rush just fucks up Sanchez. We see a little bit of the old Sanchez that we had before. Oh, oh, oh. We'll go through these uh, next two real quick, and yeah. then we'll talk about these last two after that. Um, Steelers, Titans. <sighs> Steelers. Steelers, even though they're back to not being trusted. Mm-hmm. Falcons, Panthers, coin flip of the week. Almost went with the draw, but I'm taking the <laughs> Panthers at home. <laughs> I was so going to take a draw. I was so going to these fuckers will tie. Coin flip of the week for me, landed Falcons. <clears throat> uh, game before the Broncos, second best game of the week, I'd say. Maybe maybe first maybe best. The if first. you consider the quarterbacks that are playing, it's probably the game. And it's week. Sunday night. Sunday night football. I'm Pats, stoked for this game. Colts. I'm stoked for this I game. I can't wait to watch this game. I want, I want to get the Broncos game out so of the way. Good. I want to get whatever we got to do done in the afternoon and then fucking watch this game on Sunday night and be ready. I, I, I can't wait to watch this game. This is... This is what Sunday night football is about. This is what you wait for. And when they say waiting all day for Sunday night, this is it. This is when I'm waiting all this, day. This for is Sunday. it. This is a great game. This is a, a lot that can like help the Broncos out a little bit or leave us in the tie. I mean, this is the chance for the Colts to go and beat New England, end up with the same record as them, which means they'd hold the tiebreaker. Which puts New England and then went the out and puts New England round. into the first round if if Indy comes out and wins this game and, and holds court at home. Now I've been talking all this shit about great quarterbacks and winning at home. This is the push. This is what Andrew Luck has to win. This Andrew Luck has to beat Tom Brady in his house on Sunday night, establish himself as a great quarterback. That makes great him officially elite, right? In my opinion, because great quarterbacks officially. don't lose at home. They don't. They might every now and then, but they don't. Not and, in. Definitely have the winning percentages. Definitely, fuck in the yeah! Nines. You don't lose on TV. You come out and you you dominate, and that's what I mean. So, the secondary for the Patriots is is a good secondary, but I like Ty Hilton. I like the way that Luck moves. Luck is the best scrambling quarterback in the game right now. I'll take that with Russell Wilson any day you want. Russell Wilson has to run for 120 yards a game because their offense is inept. All fucking Luck has to do is pick and choose his opportunities. Get outside, hit deep, hit shallow, any of that, luck, and pick and choose when to run for twenty. Luck yards. is a luck is a scrambling quarterback by the traditional sense. Of by the a term. John Elway standard, a traditional, a Steve Young traditional sense of the year, of the word type scrambling quarterback. John he Elway. has the ability. John Elway, John Elway too. Oh, These guys, period. They basically are scrambling quarterbacks. They scramble. They aren't running quarterbacks. Guys like Russell Wilson, Colin Kaepernick, those guys are running Run quarterbacks. first quarterbacks before they can Those throw. guys are running quarterbacks. Absolutely. Those guys, part of their game is running the ball. Luck is a pass. A part of Luck's ability is, is to run with the ball. Because mainly... And that is a big difference because he, he decides it's not there, it's no good, I'm going to run... And he doesn't try and fucking make huge plays when he sees it's time to slide. And he knows it's appropriate mm-hmm. to slide. He knows he'll slide. If he need, if he knows he needs to get that first down, he'll stretch out and get that first down. He doesn't run off to the sideline and hope nobody touches him like a little bitch like Russell Wilson does and Colin no. Kaepernick does. Well, what Those also, guys hope that nobody hits them. Those Andrew guys Luck put their heads down and run too. They don't look upfield. Andrew Luck doesn't have to take off. Andrew Luck can move within the pocket 
get outside here, get outside there, and still be looking upfield while these running guys are just like, I gotta run. Luck has the just confidence, has the, the ability to wait for his shot, move out, feel good about the confidence that he has and the fact that they're blocking for him and hit a guy deep or get 10 yards on his own. That's what separates him. Like that whole part. He is a pocket passer that is able to move but keep his eyes upfield. And he's what, Doug? Ugly. That's right. He Doug. is fugly. He's so ugly, he's oogly. Andrew Luck, not you, Doug. No, we love Doug. He's Doug. I'm Doug. Who do you got, though? I have the Colts. I have Andrew Luck becoming the elite quarterback. That is his official status. That's I'm the taking state. the Colts at home on this, man. I mean, it's, this might be a little bit of a homer attitude. I'm not going to dismiss that because I'm not a Patriots fan, but I'm not a Colts fan either. So, um, let's. I, I, I really expect the Colts to win this game. I really, truly do. Now, I will never root for the Colts. That's just because of anybody that been in Dapa Dapa this. Yeah, actually, gotcha. <laughs> Broncos, Rams. But, hold on. Oh, sorry. Oh, he has another butt. point to make. It takes him like ten seconds to come up with everything. We're supposed to wait. That's the vicinity rule. Are you counting ten seconds in your fucking? Head? I am. No. Wasting uh, time on. But can we just down. not overlook the fact that the guy's name's Luck and there's a horseshoe in their fucking. <laughs> Helmet? Well, I totally overlooked it. I actually did. For too. almost two and a half seasons, I overlooked that. I mean, High five, Doug. <laughs> that was good. Doug, with useful information on sports. Dynamite drop in, Doug. Yeah, that broadcasting school is really paying off. Right. It's from Rhode Island. <laughs> Broncos, Rams. Saying it right now, trap game. I disagree. Why? Because. I felt like there was something going on on that Raiders sideline that stopped this from being a trap game. You mean our Broncos sideline during the Raider game? During the Raider game, oh, absolutely. Um, he needs to word that better, I did. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. I am just a terrible English musician. Um, he was an English major. But there, there's something that happened on that Broncos sideline during that Raiders game that makes me believe that that was kind of it was a massive offensive huddle. Everybody in the offense was involved. Remember, it wasn't a starting O line. Every it single was offensive. Player. Every single offensive player. If you played offense, you were sitting there in front of Peyton Manning, and he was rah rahing you. Shit didn't happen right away after that, but after that, we did go on to whip their ass in one quarter. So, um, moving on, I'm taking the Broncos. Don't think it's a trap game. I think we're gonna. Not run them out of the gym. I think there will there will be moments in this game where we struggle, and Peyton Manning will get pressured. But I think at the end of the day, there's not enough talent on St. Louis offensively to be able to hang with our defense, and that's why I think we're going to win because it's just going to be suddenly, it's going to be suddenly like twenty seven to fucking three. And they'll just quit. Well, I guess when I say trap game, you assumed I thought they were going to lose. Not at all. Okay, because I don't pick them to lose. I pick them to come out and be aloof because this is an 11 o'clock game. We don't play good in 11 o'clock games. We haven't woke up for a while. True. That's history. True. That's just how it goes. So, I mean, like, we talked about it yesterday, and I was like, my, my points to revert that was the fact that our defense is stellar and the fact that we have Peyton Manning as a quarterback. So that should kind of calm that down a little bit. It's more of my fears because honestly, we should win this game 
41 to 10, like last week. It should be that kind of deal. We should wrap it up by the third quarter. We should have our second teamers in, and we should be winning this game. But this is the NFL. This is one of the best pass rushes in the league, the best defensive lines in the league. Good secondary, but not great. I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff you scheme out. You go away to, you go away from their strengths. So we should have that ready. We should, 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 should. It still leaves a linger in my mind. Not losing, just not looking good. I don't want to go in there with, Negativity. I don't want to come out with negativity. We need I, to get in and get out of that game and get back home next week for my game. It's our third consecutive road game. We have got to get out of this with the win and be clean. Positive energy the whole way through. Broncos win big. I still think we win big. It's just it scares me. This game scares me. I don't like 11 o'clock games. What's going on on the TV over there? Well, we're watching uh, minute 38 left in the Arizona State-Oregon game. Oregon just scored a touchdown. Oregon State did? What's the score? 34-27. And they're up? They're up. Arizona State's number six in the rankings. If they lose this, they are out. They have one loss. They're a Pac-12 team. They lose this, they are done. They're done. Finita mas toro, no mas. Which, of course, Doug... Is Italian for I like sandwiches, but not on Sundays. Uh, um, fucking pineapples, dude. It's obviously Spanish for I have a bigger mustache than my sister. And that's not racist. No, because that's actually technically racist against Italians. Um, not only that, it's also most of the time true for most men. Yes. Like also, 98% of the world that can be true for. Except so, Italy. Um, <clears throat> they like to fuck their big mustache sisters. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Racism. Someone was watching Game of Thrones. That shit worries me out. You don't like midgets? I don't like the brother and sister having sex all the time. I'm You're racist against dragons? No, I like dragons. <laughs> I like the midget. He's the funniest guy in the show. Because he's a midget. That's racist. No, or heightist. 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 Prejudice, I believe it's called. Though. Mm-hmm. Holy balls! I guess. Nope, just regular kind. Just Pow. huge, huge ass. Don't we got a huge ass? Yeah, yeah. We Kim Kardashian's breaking the internet. Moving on. We got no, a. That's not her. That's someone seventh else. inning well, retch. Like. Ferganza wants to retch. He's gonna retch all over the place. This was something that I, I had another. Um, Gonzo theme. could have retched for like four different sh- four different shows after after this week. He had lots to. Gonzo could have been retching for the last. He was retching on me all week. Fifty-four minutes, and this is this is something that I that I saw earlier today, and it upset me. Um, it's an older show, well, an older version of the show, but it was a top ten on the NFL Network, and it was talking about the top ten end zone celebrations. Okay, and. The Mile Mile High Salute did not make it. It got honorable mention. It got honorable mention while the Icky Shuffle made it. While the Dirty Bird made it. Now let me get on the Dirty Bird real quick and let me tell you why. That's fucking retarded. The Dirty Bird, the guy goes, it united a team in a town. Well, you know what did that first? The Broncos Mile High Salute. You know who beat the Dirty Bird? The Broncos Mile High Salute. You know who does the Mile High Salute? Every dude that scores on the Broncos when they get a chance to do it. You know who does the Dirty Bird? No, no one. 
It doesn't even exist anymore. Well, now, no one does it. They did too legit to quit back in 1996. Is that a celebration now? We're gonna be happy because they did too legit to quit. No, it's fucking stupid. And I didn't see no one ever do the icky shuffle. Nobody until that stupid commercial came out about cold cuts and shit. Then all of a sudden, someone does the icky shuffle. And you want to put that shit on top of the Denver Broncos? The NFL is against Denver. ESPN is against Denver. There is a whole image thing against the Denver Broncos. That's why we have limited Hall of Famers. We have less Hall of Famers than the Buffalo Bills. We have less Hall of Famers than the Oakland Raiders. We have less Hall of Famers than the fucking Minnesota Vikings. It's bullshit. And it keeps going. It was just another thing that I saw. I do not care what anybody says. The Broncos are hated on on a regular basis when it comes to those channels. It's annoying. It's in your face. It's done. They said, honorable mention, Terrell Davis, and then go on to these two dickheads. The rest of the list is fine because it, it individuals is the rest of the list, like Steve Smith, Ocho Cinco, T.O., Joe like Horn. Number two was Barry Sanders because he didn't, Cause he didn't do anything. Yes, he was which on the I, list. Which I agree with, by the way. I liked that. that I they even had the, That they had the forethought to do that was pretty cool. I was like, good job. Way to go. Because it's literally what he always did. He and they never... completely, he, he just scored a touchdown, get the ball, go to the sideline. But they completely leave out something as, as big as the Mile High Salute. It was, it was, you know, to shout out to the soldiers, shout out to the teammates, shout out to the fucking fans. And it went, it went universal. It was all over. When we get scored on in Denver, those opposing guys, those players that scored those touchdowns do a Mile High Salute still almost 60% of the time. All the time. I don't, next time we go to Atlanta, we better be doing Dirty Birds. Every fucking time we score. I want to see Peyton Manning try to do Dirty Bird. I want to see that yokel fucking of, hit. Dirty I kind of do it too because yeah. it's, it would be hilarious. Because A don't Dirty know Bird is when you stick your middle finger up your butthole, pull it out, and show them the shit-covered bird. Totally. That's right? what we need to do in Atlanta. The real Dirty Birds. We bend over, shove our fingers in our asses, and let the crowd smell our fingers. Yep. That's yep. a Dirty Bird. It's a bird. It's dirty. Does a white player have to do it in order for it to be a dirty bird? That was racist. That was racist. Chalk full of racism. Everyone's tonight. poop is brown. <laughs> Everybody poops. You know what the worst part about finding poop in the toilet when someone hasn't flushed it? <laughs> Not I seeing toilet paper in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, what the fuck do you do after you shit? Just put your pants back on? <laughs> Didn't want to wipe your butt? Did you well, didn't want to flush the toilet either. <laughs> did you know that I learned a whole slew of new ways to say pooping? I did not know. And I really like frosting the water keg. Frosting the water keg. I like dropping the kids off at the pool. Low altitude bombing was a personal favorite. Yeah, dropping the kids off at the pool. Yeah. What right? else? You know? Taking the Cleveland Browns to the Super Bowl. That's a good one. Sports reference. Sports, 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 sports. Marge, Lisa gets to sit up in front today because she's good at sports. Bert, get in the back. You know, watching Phantom Menace. What about it? That's another way of saying taking a shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Call it the crystal skull. I'm taking a crystal skull. Everybody will know what that means. Hey. Big fat stinker. I'm, uh, <laughs> that's that's what you use for stinky shits. If you know it's going to be stinky, you got to use crystal skull. You're like I'm. I've got an Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones four brewing. So uh, <laughs> I got the fourth installment of Indiana Jones trying to poke out my butthole. I'll be back. It's I, gonna be rough. 
I have Shia Booth, so many monkeys on my butthole. <laughs> this has been a good show. It's been a good show. <laughs> Let's do some dugout questions and wrap this sucker up. Doug. Do you think that the Rams should start Sean Phillips or should they go with the youngster they've been playing with the last eight weeks? I don't think anyone should ever start with a youngster. I think they should start with someone who's legally allowed to be ranked. That was always my problem. Or beaten. That was the problem with like those, those religions where you get like 32 virgins. I mean, at some point you're going to want to thumb up your ass. Let's get a pro in here. You want a dirty bird. You don't want a dirty bird. You want someone to know what they're doing. You're going to want a dirty bird. And you know what? I don't think a first draft pick is going to do that. Virgins Arizona slow. State or Oregon State? Well, that's racism versus pot smoking, so there's no good answer there. Thank you. Um, I'd rather smoke dope than be racist. Good job. Doug knows sports. Oregon State's going to win. Jake Plummer or Brock Osweiler? I think one of those last names is made up. And the other one's Brock Osweiler. <laughs> flow Joe or period flow? One can be stopped by... <laughs> it was uh, about to get gross. Cotton. Our other producer's a woman, so... <laughs> be careful here. And the other is Flow Joe. One can be stopped by a cotton dirty bird. The other is Flow Joe. Tito Ortiz or Stefan Bonner? I don't know. Wait, what? Tito Ortiz or Stefan Bonner? Oh, man. Tito, because I'm so about the Jackson 5. Dude, is he like the greasiest motherfucker you've ever seen? Tito Ortiz? Tito Jackson. Or, oh, right. Tito Jackson. <laughs> Tito Ortiz. Like, wait, what are, are you on? What are we on? Nice. I mean, he's kind of a douchebag. I was like, are we on Tortitos? He's definitely a Chad. Very Chad. Very he's Chad. totally a Chad. He, Tito should have been a Chad. <laughs> Should be Chad, Chad Jackson, Chad Ortiz, Chad oh. Ortiz in the house. I thought you meant on the Jackson. That was well, that's why Chad I was questioning Jackson. whether or not Tito was the greasiest MMA fighter. I was He'd like, be the whitest so one if he was named Chad. Melvin Gordon or Monte Ball? Well, one is a tax attorney, and the other one's the second one you said. Brooks Ron or Dan? Dunn? <laughs> Oof. Um, Brooks or Dunn? I just imagine they both drive NASCARs. Oh, there we go. NASCAR. So there's four dudes racing tomorrow to win the NASCAR Sprint Cup Two Series Brooks Championship. And Dunn. <laughs> Who do you got? Awesome. And are they going left and going straight, or are they going right and turning straight tomorrow? Well, it's all left turns, and I'm really torn between Brooks and Dunn, or uh, Garth Brooks or Chris Gaines. Well, at least he went there. Like, I don't think he knows that Brooks and Dunn is a country group. I do. Oh, okay. Dude's going to bug you, motherfucker. Nice. So you didn't have the talk with Ryan about can't ask questions in the dugout except only sports questions? Nope, just where babies came from. Just told me that. Okay, cool. Well, you're not allowed to do that. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> but it was with, with a If NASCAR. I was racing a NASCAR, would it be Brooks or Dunn? You're just going to fuck yourself on it because I'm going to turn it all into a sports question. Major League or any given Sunday? Major League 2. You know what happened then? No crime in time. Heck, after that, I didn't care about my balls hurting. <laughs> if your Uncle Jack 
Eh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'll save it for next time. Hashtag dick butts. Dick butt. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!